Sola Christas, Sola Scriptura, Sola Gratia. Only Christ, only Scripture, only grace. These three things are what we need to have a personal relationship with God. These are what will give us a life filled with the fruits of the Holy Spirit. All of us, following the Word of God, can bring light to a darkened world. Here is Pastor Carter with more Rapid Fire. How did you discover the gospel? Welcome back, my friend. How did I discover the gospel? Well, I was brought up in a so-called Christian home. It was a rather legalistic place. It was the religion of do, 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 cock-a-doodle, do. <laughs> I'm laughing now, but it was no laughing matter. But then by the grace of God, I went to a Christian college called Avondale College. It was there. I heard the preaching of the true gospel of Christ. I heard about Jesus. I met people who seemed to be Christian people who reflected the love of Jesus. And through the ministry of very dear friend Tom Ludowisi, another student, I came to know the great love of God. I discovered that God cared for me and that God loved me and that Jesus had died for me on the cross. It made a profound impression upon my life that impression remains to this very day. Will Christianity die out? <laughs> That's serious, that question? Will Christianity die out? Well, let me read you a text. I, I, I want to read you this text. I won't just tell you what I think about it. Revelation chapter 7 and verse 9, it talks about the people who come to Christ and who discover the truth of the Bible in the last days. It says, After these things I looked and behold a great multitude which no one could number of all nations, tribes, peoples and tongues standing before the throne and before the Lamb clothed with white robes with palm branches in their hands. Listen, true Christianity will never, never die out because God is behind it. And in the last days, the Bible says, a vast multitude of people are going to come to Christ and accept the truths of the Bible and be ready when Jesus returns. What is the most deadly sin? Well, there are lots and lots of bad sins. Lawlessness, corruption, pedophilia, sexual perversions. This terrible spirit of lawlessness that is sweeping the world today, the denial of God, these are terrible sins. Then there is the sin of religious people. That is the terrible sin of, of self-righteousness. And remember this. Religious people, self-righteous people, 
nail the Son of God to the cross. What sin can be equal to the sin of crucifying Christ? But the Bible teaches there is a judgment day and we are going to be judged according to our works. This is the word of the Lord. But the gospel teaches that when we come to Christ in true faith, with repentance, the Bible teaches that our sins are forgiven and our names are written down in glory. Where is the church growing? Well, this is not a secret what I'm going to tell you now. The church is growing and going and doing things in third world countries where people don't have all the luxuries and they don't have all the beautiful motor cars and so forth. The church is growing in third world countries like in Papua New Guinea where tens of thousands of people, so many people are just turning to God every year. And in the Solomon Islands and in El Salvador where we saw the mighty power of God, the church on the whole is not growing in the affluent countries like the United States of America or Australia or New Zealand or Great Britain. But remember this, it's not over until it's over and then it's not over. God is going to do a mighty supernatural work in these last days and we are going to see millions of people come to Christ and salvation. Pastor Carter, who is the most influential religious leader in the world today? Hey, Wayne, that's an easy one. <laughs> the most influential person in the world today, the most influential religious person in the world today, Jesus Christ. He's not dead. He's alive and well. He was put on the cross. He was crucified. But he rose on the third day. He ascended into heaven. He's our great interceding high priest. And the Bible says he is going to come in great power and in great glory. He's the most important person in the world today. He's alive. Now, if you're talking, however, and I guess that's what you want me to talk about, if you're talking about a, uh, a worldly person or the leader of a great worldly institution or a great religion, the most influential person in the world today, I think, is the Pope. Bible prophecy said it would be so. All the U.S. presidents go to see the Pope. Donald Trump went to see the Pope. President Joe Biden went to see the Pope. People go to see the Pope because according to Bible prophecy, he becomes and is the most important worldly ruler today. What and where is the true church? I love the prophecies of the Bible. Revelation chapter 12 describes the history 
uh, and the, the destiny of the true church. The church there is described as a woman because in Bible prophecy, only in Bible prophecy, a woman represents the church. And in Revelation chapter 12, verse 17 says this, the dragon was, was wrath with the woman or the church and went off to make war with the rest of her seed or the, the remnant of her seed who keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. If you want to find the true church, you need to find a church that believes in Jesus Christ, that teaches, that believes and that lives the gospel and that teaches the commandments of God. Was the true church persecuted by the false church? That's a great question, Wayne. Bible prophecy predicted it. History tells us how it happened. Revelation chapter 12 is a prophetic picture of the true church. Now, the Bible tells me there is a true church and there is a false church. And the Bible tells me that the false church, the Antichrist church, would persecute the true church. I'm going to turn in my Bible, Revelation chapter 12 and verse 13 says, Now when the dragon, when the dragon saw that he'd been cast to the earth, he persecuted the woman who gave birth to the male child. This happened in the dark ages. For a period of more than a thousand years, the great apostate church persecuted the true church of Jesus Christ. Go read about it. Read about the bloody Spanish Inquisition. The great church that was headquartered in, in Rome, the papacy, persecuted multitudes of earnest Roman Catholics Protestants and Jews and also some Muslims. But mainly that great church persecuted people who were the salt of the earth. They were Christian people. So it is true. The true church has been persecuted by the counterfeit church. Most people are ignorant of history. When did the false church persecute the true church. Now, it is true today that most people are ignorant of history. This is a tragedy. Uh, that is why if you listen to our programs and watch our DVDs and so forth, you'll find there's lots and lots of factual material and lots of history. Now, let me read you a text, Revelation chapter 12 and verse 6. It says, the woman of the church fled into the wilderness where she has a place prepared by God that they should feed her there 1,260 days. In Bible prophecy, a day symbolizes a year and these 1,260 days symbolize 1,260 years. The time when the great church, the church of apostasy, 
persecuted the followers of Christ. Many political and prophetic commentators have seen this as the period that goes from around 538 until 1798 when the Pope was taken prisoner by General Berthier, one of the generals of Napoleon Bonaparte. And that is why historians have said this, the noonday of the papacy was the midnight of the world. I believe in freedom. What is the last great test for the true church? This is a huge subject. I just want to give you a quick answer, if I can. <laughs> Revelation 13 talks about the last test. Revelation 12, 17 talks about God's last church, calls that church the remnant. And it says, the dragon is mad with them. And the persecution is described right here in Revelation chapter 13. Now listen carefully. It says the church and state are going to come together. Are you listening? And when church and state come together in this unholy alliance, they will persecute nonconformists and they will enforce the mark of the beast. Now, I've lived in the United States for 35 years. I love America. I love what America stood for. I, I love the great constitution. I love the founding fathers and the founding principles. But today there are millions and millions of Christians in the United States of America who want to get the power of the state and enforce religious laws. This is the essence and the soul and the heart of Antichrist, and this will bring about the mark of the beast. We are now living at the time when the mark of the beast is soon going to be enforced. What will be the final outcome? The final outcome is going to be the return of Jesus Christ as the king of the universe. Now, lots of good people just recently got over there in Glasgow to save the planet. That's very worthy. I love fresh water, clean water, fresh air. I believe in trying to save the planet. But I've got some news for you today. The only way that this planet is going to be saved is when the Saviour returns. The Bible says, Behold, I create new heavens and a new earth. And the Bible teaches also in 2 Peter that this earth is going to catch on fire. It is going to be destroyed. And then God is going to make a new heaven and a new earth the home of God's people. Have you seen the latter rain? I believe that I have seen the power of God. I say this humbly. It's hard to describe this to people living in Australia, living in America, living in the Western world. 
where there's so much materialism and so little true spirituality. But in some countries, countries that have been suffering under terrible privations, suffering persecution, I have felt the mighty power of the Holy Spirit of God. And you can call that the latter rain if you like it. We're living in the latter days and the rain we're talking about is the rain of the Holy Spirit. I have seen the mighty power of God. I'm here to tell you today we are living in the day of God's great power. What caused the deaths of eight people at the Travis Scott concert? I guess it was mass hysteria. But you know, there's a spirit that gets into those meetings. What I'm going to say now is not going to be a very popular statement. But I I think that if you go to meetings like that, you leave God at the door. I was reading just the other day of a woman performing in a similar concert an absolutely lewd and debased act on the stage. It seems as though the Spirit of God is leaving the earth. What we need, my friend, is a mighty restoration of God's truth and a mighty outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Why do so many young people leave the church? The pull of the world is terribly strong. The lights of the world are so bright. The music seems to be mesmerizing. Hollywood has got America by the throat and Australia too because Australia does everything the Americans do. Only a year or two later. And so you've got all of these movies full of sex, crime, violence. Young people are exposed to this stuff. It's in their homes. It's on their computers. That's why so many are leaving the church. There's another reason, of course. Some churches are like refrigerators. They're so cold. And some people who profess to belong to the church of God seem to be frozen. As someone said, many are called and few are frozen. And so many young people have gone along to church and they haven't found the word of God and they haven't found Christ. What I'm saying today is this, we need to return to God, we need to return to the Bible and we need to preach again the commandments of God and the gospel of Christ What do you say, my friend? Can a person know he is right with God right now? Absolutely. Not because we're good enough, but because Christ is good enough. Let me read you a text. I'm going to see if I'm fine. Yes, I can get this here. I'm going to turn over here to Romans chapter 8. And verse 1. Now, I know the book of Romans is a pretty hard book to read. 
but it's filled with the power of God. We live today in a day in an age of superficiality and an age of, of ignorance, and we need to read the Word of God every day, especially books like the book of Romans. Romans chapter 8 and verse 1 says, There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. When I come to Christ, when my sins are forgiven by the grace of God, when I am under the blood of Christ, I am not condemned. I am going home to glory. Must we be perfect before we can be saved? We can be perfect in Christ. When I come to Christ by his grace, he justifies me. The word justify means to declare righteous. God declares that John Carter, a sinner, because of the death of Christ, is now righteous, declared righteous, not condemned. And then he puts his spirit, he puts his spirit in my heart and he writes his law on my heart and I become a new person. You know the story of poor old Jacob when he was running away from home, had a rough night sleeping out? You know the whole story? And then you read the story also, how he got married and all the rest of it, and then he comes home. Esau's out to get him. Jacob struggles with the angel and his hip is put out a limp. He meets God but he goes on his way limping. We're all limping. Some people don't realise it. We're saved, but we're still limping. That's the grace of God. Do you believe you have eternal life? There's a great little book in the New Testament, 1 John. 1 John chapter 5 says, we can know that we have eternal life and this life is in Christ. When you come to Christ, you get the gift of everlasting life. And even though you're still limping, you are right with God right now and you're going to be saved in the kingdom of God. How important is your faith? My faith, by the grace of God, is a light in a dark place. It's comfort in sorrow. It's, it's life and death. It's hope at the end of the road. Listen, my friend. Believe in the God who believes in you. God loves you. God cares for you. Christ died for you. And because of Christ, as we trust in him, we shall live one day for eternity. Believe it and you will see the glory of God.
Because of the current crisis in the Ukraine, spiritual programs have all but vanished. There's an overwhelming hunger for the Word of God, and to respond to this urgent need, the Carter Report has pledged to build a media center. There is a building in a safe part of Ukraine that needs to be finished. Lights, cameras, sound and editing equipment will be purchased and installed. This center will produce Bible studies and church services. Also, radio and Christian TV programs that can be viewed on digital devices. Here are a few of God's soldiers on the battlefield in Ukraine. Dear Pastor Carter and uh, your team, dear friends uh, who support us in this very challenging time for Ukraine, for us it's a big relief, huge encouragement that we can stay here and can dream about future steps in our mission to share gospel of Jesus Christ. We appreciate your prayer support. We appreciate your donations so much. We really dream that here in this place will be a very good uh, studio for Chernovsky, for Ukrainian at all, where we can share the gospel. Please continue to pray about us, about our team, about Ukraine, and we will pray for you. Thank you very much. These people are compelled to move forward in faith. Let us all, in God's grace, move forward with them. We are asking you, supporters of the Carter Report, to help heal the hearts of Ukrainians with the Word of God. Please send your contributions for the Ukrainian Carter Report Media Center to our website or to the address on the screen. They need peace. They need hope. They need the Word of God now. You can now stay in touch with the Carter Report by using the mobile app. The latest Carter Report programs will be at the top. Select one and press watch. Scroll up through the topics. Find a topic you like and then scroll to the left to select a program to play. Tap on that program to watch. Now you can enjoy hundreds of Carter Report programs on your phone or tablet. In each program, Pastor Carter will teach you more about your walk with Christ. We have six channels. Our most recent is Focus on Prophecy. We also have Carter Classics, Ask John Carter a Question, The Carter Report in Action, The Living Word, and Carter Report Espanol. You may want to search for something specific. On the top of the screen is a magnifying glass icon. Tap it and type the subject you are looking for. Then, tap on the lesson. You'll see three menu bars in the upper left-hand corner. Tap the bars to open a menu of additional items to select. If you'd like to partner with us, you can find our donation page. An arrow in the upper left-hand screen will take you back to the screen you were at before. Like anything new worth finding, it takes a bit of exploration. You will tap and swipe your finger across, above and below topics, programs, arrows, and icons. Eventually, you'll be very familiar with the Carter Report mobile app, all from your favorite chair. Enjoy the Carter Report anytime, anywhere, on the Carter Report mobile app.
For a copy of today's program, please contact us at P.O. Box 1900, Thousand Oaks, California, 91358. Or in Australia, contact us at P.O. Box 861, Terrigal, New South Wales, 2260. This program is made possible through the generous support of viewers like you. We thank you for your continued support. May God richly bless you.